the safest way to travel on chiropractic highways. National, state, and individual chiropractor mortality rates are multiplying at an appalling rate. Wrecks, smash-ups, as our people are becoming careless, lose control of vehicles which convey them. All this is occasioned by careless professional driving, passing cars on the professional highways, jumping out of line, squeezing the yellow divisional barrier from one right side to the other side on the wrong side. Living and the right to continue living is like driving on a two-way, two-lane highway, up one side, down the other, with a middle yellow line which safely guides and warns all drivers to stay on his right side of the road, coming or going. Human chiropractic drivers should use discretion, judgment, reason, and logic. <clears throat> Too many have misguided theories. Each driver has no right to wobble, weave, squeeze up to, or trespass onto, or cross over the center yellow line. If he does, sooner or later he will run into the other fellow coming from the other direction on the other side of the yellow line. In, <clears throat> in this event, a smash-up occurs. The yellow line is the dividing line between where each must keep from. Medical drivers have a right to their right side of the yellow line. Chiropractic drivers also have a right to their right side of the yellow line. The moment any medical man crosses the yellow line into chiropractic lane, he is in trouble. And the moment any chiropractor crosses the yellow line of the medical lane, he too is in trouble. <clears throat> the medical driver on his side of the yellow line has no business thinking he can sneak over the center yellow line on the other side of the highway. Neither, however, has the chiropractor on his side of the yellow line any business thinking he is entitled to slip over unobserved crossing the yellow line into medical territory. Either way would occasion a smash-up with injuries to patient passengers on both sides of the highway. <clears throat> Don't be <clears throat> a yellow line chiropractor. <clears throat> I think that is a very important thing to talk about right now is don't be a yellow line chiropractor. It is so important for us to understand where our lane is, right? right? There's their lane and there's our lane. And I'll tell you, 31 years into practice, <laughs> just judging from what I've been seeing, and, I'm, and I really want you students to understand this, and I really appreciate you particular students who are actually up at 7 a.m. on this remote class. Thank you for being here. I want you guys to understand what I've seen in chiropractic and the reason I see so much strife within chiropractic is because we don't get that there is our side and their side. And what chiropractors have tried to do for the last hundred and something years is try to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, instead of sticking with chiropractic, right? You know, there are chiropractors who want us to prescribe drugs. I'm sorry, that's not chiropractic. And they'll say, well, but we can become better chiropractors by prescribing drugs. How can we become a better chiropractor by prescribing drugs? Well, the big excuse here, well, we can, we can take people off of drugs. You think I want that liability, right? I pay a pretty small premium for my malpractice insurance every single year. You know what's going to happen if we start having prescription rights, right? What's going to happen to our premiums, right? They're going to go up and up and up. I'm not interested, right? I am completely disinterested in that. There are a lot of chiropractors who keep on testing the waters and they do this sort of thing and that sort of thing and get into all these different programs and all these these different machines that they use and all these different, you know, supplementations and, and weight loss programs. And, and, you know, weight loss is fabulous. I'm all for weight loss. I think it's important to, to, to be as trim and as healthy as you can be. It's not really chiropractic. 
right? It, yes, it's, a, it's health, it's health-related, right? But just because we are in a health profession, I'm a health professional, doesn't mean that I can incorporate every other person's stuff. And that's why people and other professions have gotten so mad at us, right? And then now you look at, let's, as for example, the profession of physical therapy, right? They are now doctors of physical therapy, which means they can take patients directly. Like we've always been primary access, right? They've always had to have a referral, but now they're be, they've become primary access, right? And we are yelling at them saying, eh, you know, they shouldn't be doing, you know, adjustments and whatever. What? Really? Right? We've been doing physical therapy for like a century and we, they shouldn't be doing adjustments. And now, okay, here's the deal. If you really look at it, right? Do they do what we do? No, right? Their focus, what's their focus? Their focus is not on subluxations, right? Their focus isn't on uh, removing interference in the nerve system. Their focus isn't being a brain and nerve system doctor. Like people ask me all the time, you know, are you a back doctor? You're going to crack my neck? Someone asked me this the other day, new patient. You're going to crack my neck? No, I'm not going to crack your neck. That's not what we do, right? And it doesn't even matter, activator, chiropractic network, that, I'm not even talking about that. I just, I don't crack people's necks, right? You crack an egg, right? You don't crack people's necks. I am not a crack addict, as they you know, like calling it. I, I'm uninterested in noise in any shape or form in my practice because that's not what we do, right? I am a neurologically based chiropractor, right? And so what I do is I focus on the brain and the nerve system and making sure the brain and the nerve system working together. This is whole big thing. Oh, chiropractic and the immune system and the WFC says this crazy stuff. And then all these people are like going back and forth. That's exactly what the other side wants us to do. Do you see that? Do you see how we're playing into their game? They want us to go bicker back and forth with each other. They want us to be divided, right? They want us, just last week, the Green Book I read you from, The Great Divide, right? BJ already predicted it. The Great Divide, they, he saw it coming, right? He was already in the middle of it. That's what they want. They want us to be divided, right? There's no bickering about, I, I take care of the musician, I don't take care of the musician. I don't care what the hell they claim that we do. Uh, my job is remove subluxations. Thank you, Michael. A house divided amongst itself cannot stand, right? From Abraham Lincoln. That is absolutely true. What Michael just said. I think this is so important to understand. Why can't we all be united talking about subluxation? Why can't, as BJ just talked about in this green book, why can't we just stay on our side? Right? Why do we have to dabble on all these other things? Right? As if there's not enough to do. <laughs> as if there's not enough people to adjust. Like, I don't have enough time in the day to adjust the people I need to adjust. Right? There's not enough time in the day for all chiropractors in the country. If all of us, if all of us, we're serving every single person in the country. We couldn't do it, right? It's not possible. We'd have to be seeing 5,000 patients a week, each one of us, in order to serve every person in the country. There's not enough chiropractors, right? I've already figured out that number. So it's just 5,000 a week. That's, I don't know if anybody can even physically do that. One person, 5,000 a week, unless you're just like, just doing like cervicals like this over and over and over again in assembly line, right? But that's not the point. Right? The point is, we have to be united. So what I'm asking, and I ask of this of all our, my students who run through this class, is to really think about what kind of chiropractor you want to be. Right? What is the, what legacy do you want to leave? And Reggie Gold, one of my favorite chiropractors, if you haven't ever heard him talk, um, uh, he's got a website, uh, reggiegold.com, uh, I think it is, 
and uh, he's got amazing tips. And he's got some good stuff on, uh, on YouTube, a couple of great videos on YouTube. He used to say, what would happen if you were the last chiropractor on earth? Would chiropractic survive, right? That's what I really want you to think about. If you graduated tomorrow and you were automatically granted, a, I'm, whoop, I'm granting you a license, right? And you're automatically granted a license, not true, but if you were automatically granted a license, would, what would chiropractic survive? If you were the only chiropractor left, would you be able to tell a story loud enough and strong enough? You know, and I think right now as a chiropractor in the 21st century with, with even though we're stuck in our homes right now, supposedly, but I'm still out there practicing, right? We still have the internet, right? We still have, have uh, social media that we can broadcast what this is, right? So I really think chiropractic, but back then when he first said that in the 70s and 80s and 90s, yeah, back then, I, I, I don't know if we could have survived because how would we have gotten that message out? But now the message can get out pretty, like think about my podcast. I have a podcast in case you know it, guys haven't figured that out. Um, it's called Chirocast. It's on iTunes uh, and SoundCloud. If you, like I have listeners, uh, I'm posting my 354th episode next week. I have listeners from all over the world, all over the world. Australia was the biggest listener to my podcast last week. How is that possible? And that wasn't possible when Reggie Gold was talking about this back in the in the 80s and 90s, you know, when I first started listening to him. But would chiropractic survive? I want you to think about that, you know, because here's one of my favorite things that Reggie used to always say. He used to say, like when a patient would talk about chiropractic with them, he'd say, you're far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. That's my job, right? Plain and simple. Why do I adjust the kids? Why do I adjust the pregnant women? Why do I adjust the adults? Why do I adjust the child with autism? Why do I adjust the child with special needs? We did two kids come in with all these crazy things, you know, this week and diagnosis, diagnosis, ODD and ADHD. But why do I adjust them? It's all the same reason, right? It's all the same reason. I'm trying to remove subluxations. They are far better off without subluxation than they are with one, right? That's the point. Why can't we get united on that? I don't need to do other stuff, right? Are you going to use this? Are you going to try these supplements? Are you going to try these these machines? Are you going to try this new diet loss, weight loss program? No. Why? Not that you shouldn't, right? And, you know, if you're going to chiropractor and you do those things, it's not bad or wrong either. It's not bad or wrong to do all those kind of things. But I want people to know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you making sure that your chiropractic is first, right? Is chiropractic first in your office? Because that's what I want people to get. When they come into my practice, you know, someone asked me the other day, the guy who said, you want to crack my neck? He also said, like, you got any of the machine things? You know, your rubber dub dub machines, a heat here and a machine kind of thing here? No. You have the roly-poly table? No. Well, what do you do? <laughs> what do I do? What, what is that supposed to mean? What do I do? Right? I'm a chiropractor. I'm going to adjust you. Yeah, but what about all the other fun things? Right? I'm sorry, you don't spend like five hours in my office with, you know, bouncing in different rooms and different machines. We're not doing any of that kind of stuff. What we do is we do subluxation removal, make sure your brain and nerve system are working the way they're supposed to. Right? That's the point. That's the point. And that's what I want you to get. And you don't have to practice that way. Right? This is just my personal opinion. Right? It's not like the university's opinion. It's nobody else's opinion but mine. But I feel that chiropractic is so powerful that that's all we need to do is chiropractic. Right? All I need to do is be is to deliver the chiropractic adjustment. I don't need to do anything else, right? So I hope you guys get that and understand that and, and feel proud of that, right? Because that to me is the, is the ultimate mission of what we're doing here.